Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. Back after a few days off for Thanksgiving and Black Friday, what was the highlight of your Thanksgiving weekend, Tara? So I had Thanksgiving with Tucker's family and they have so many VHS or whatever they're called, home videos. Home videos. But it's like, take it out of the camcorder, you put it in a VHS thing, you pop it in. Oh, they got the adapter. It's the adapter. I need to get one of those. it's breaking technology. But so anyways, we almost broke it because it's so old and they only have a shelf life of like 20 years. So we didn't know if it was going to be the last time we ever watched these home videos. But we watched the home videos of him, his brother and his sister when they were kids. And it was just so cute. Like they had Christmas morning and random school plays and just hanging out around the house. And it made me cry. Oh, it was so cute. And it's so strange. Range, you know, because I didn't know him when I was a little kid. So to see him as a little boy and be like, mommy, can I blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot you were so little. It's weird to think about. Yeah, everybody was young at one point, right? Everybody needed their mommy at one point. But I don't know. It's just a weird thing. Like to see someone that you know so well, be a tiny little person and talking and on video. So we want to get them all redone now on like to I was preserve say. them somehow. But it's so late that we don't really know what to do. Gonna digitize them or something. Yeah, so if anyone has any tips and tricks on how to digitize them without destroying them, let me know. There's gotta be something you can do. Cause like, I wanna show them to our kids one day cause it's like, oh my God, it's so cute. Yeah, you gotta get them onto uh, a computer file some way and then sa- save them on a hard drive for they're sure. so fragile that we just were nervous they're gonna get destroyed. There's gotta be an easy way to do it. Yeah, I hope so. They're just so old. I'm sure somebody listening has a cause tip. Cause him and his brother are like almost 30. These things are old. So they're from like 10 and under. They're fr- they start in like the, they start in like 1999. Wow. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? That's pretty cool. Uh, for me, normally I purchase a pie or some pastry or just something easy to bring to Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. I let the professionals do the work and then I take the credit and say, I found this great place. They have mini donuts. I've I've done that. It seems like a win-win. Yeah, everybody's happy, right? This year, I decided to be a little more adventurous, and uh, I looked up some mac and cheese recipes, some baked mac and cheese recipes. I found one that I thought was interesting, that had some ingredients that I enjoyed, and I made it, and it came out delicious. Well, not going to lie, I had my doubts. You did. You told me don't do it. Baked mac and cheese is very tough. And no, it's like it's it shouldn't be tough. But I've had plenty of disgusting baked mac and cheeses in my day. It was delicious. Really? Delicious. And also I was doubting you because we had a a conversation off to the side about how you could fake Thanksgiving. Right. And you could pre-purchase some mac and cheese and then reheat it with some cheese on top, make it look real nice and fancy. Everyone would be raving about it. So I thought, did he do that? Oh, you saw really the tell. you saw the picture, and you're like, maybe he did do that. That's what I was thinking, but no, you actually made it. I actually made it from scratch. I even uh, what's the I shredded, grated. grated the cheese on my own. I did it all. Wow! And what were the reviews? The reviews were great. the The plate is empty. There is none left. Oh the entire the entire thing is gone. You know, that's the best feeling in the world when you make something and then it's well received. Yeah. And you also like it. Yeah. It's, that's an amazing feeling. In true fashion, I showed up a little bit late to. Uh, 
Thanksgiving and I had to do the baking part at, at Thanksgiving. So I made it the night before, put it in the fridge and then I was like, oh, I'll pop it in the oven when I get there. And and so it's fresh and hot, ready to go. Um, so I showed up a little bit late. So they we started eating and the mac and cheese wasn't done. Uh, but people at You were not going to hold up dinner time. No, 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 no. I don't have that kind of clout in my family. <laughs> they eat, they said they were eating at this time. They ate at that time. They're not waiting for me. Oh my God. Yeah. So the, Wait, can I tell you something? Guess what time I ate Thanksgiving dinner because oh I was God. joking about it. I was joking about it that I was going to have to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner on Thanksgiving. Guess what time I ate dinner? What time? 8.45. Are you kidding me? When I sat down with my plate, I looked at the clock, 8.45 p.m. So I was told to be at the house for two. Oh my God, what a dream. It was <laughs> It was uh, 2.15 and my aunt was blowing up my phone saying, where are you? Are you on your way? I'm like, jeez, it's 2.15. Like, I'll get there. Like, 15 minutes is a long time on Thanksgiving. Oh my God. So as soon as I get there, they're like, all right, we're sitting down, we're eating. I get there at like 2.30ish. And uh, I popped in the baked mac and cheese. Everybody added it to their plate after. And then there was some left over. And then they started putting it in their left leftover plates. Like, Wait a second. That was pretty good. And I was like, hold on. I need to bring some home because Maura was working at the hospital. So I'm like, I got to bring some home for her. So I, I had to fend off the people that were getting the, the leftovers to make sure that she had some. What a success. It was a success. So I'm taking that. Chef Boy RD loan. <laughs> God. Have you said that before? I feel like I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while since he's come out. Yeah. It's been a while. Where's he been? He's been in hiding, but uh, <laughs> big mac and cheese. Now it's going to be expected of me to bring that uh, for each Thanksgiving, I feel like. Mm, it's going to be hard to recreate. I know. I set the bar high for myself. Hot radio man. Oh, Lord. Hot mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. As you see, Drake said her loss is part of a trilogy. No. Yeah. What does he think? He's Beyonce? Unfortunately, it's the third part of the trilogy. CLB was act one, and then honestly, Nevermind was two, and then her loss is three. What? We were just a little late to the party? Yeah, so CLB, he was trying to, you know, uh, do his best to be uh, uh, the lover, the chaser of her, and then he finally gave up. Honestly, never mind, and now he's come to the realization that it's her loss. Oh my God, that actually makes sense. So that's a trilogy. Never he, picked up on it. He also said that her loss is one of the greatest albums, quote, I've ever made in my life and I, I said the other day I think this is a clear entry into my top five of my catalog if not top three what do you feel that way I like the album I, I don't know I, I'm gonna have to give it some time if it I guess if we're talking top five maybe. I mean in his top three I already have the Drake and future collab oh for sure that album was great. I don't, I don't know. So do you put, if you if that's in the top three, do you put another uh, Drake collab album in his top three? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Balenciaga came under fire for a series of photos from their recent fashion campaign, which featured young children next to collections of wine glasses and holding on to bear backpacks, which were featured in bondage. It was, yeah, the bears were wearing leather harnesses and weird mesh t-shirts I don't even know. And then there was a photograph of a court document that had to do with pedophilia that was on a coffee table in one of the photos. Yikes. Just bad all around. Um, so Kim, bad idea. Kim Kardashian took to social media in response to the ongoing backlash against both Balenciaga and herself for remaining quiet because she's had an affiliation with the brand for quite some time. Uh, she said, I've been quiet for the past few days, not because I haven't been shocked and outraged by the recent Balenciaga campaigns, but because I wanted an opportunity to speak to their team to understand for myself how this could have happened. As a mother of four, I've been shaken by those disturbing images. The safety of children must be held with the 
highest regard and anything against it should have no place in our society period. But then she ended by saying, I appreciate Balenciaga's removal of the campaigns and apology. In speaking with them, I believe they understand the seriousness of the issue and will take the necessary measures for this to never happen again. I mean, I hope so. (laughs) It's pretty wild that this got through all of the corporate filters before it hit the public. I know. I had so many questions when I looked at this photo shoot. Like, who staged it? Who approved it? How did this get through? Like what if, happened? If you're in the pitch meeting and somebody pitches this on the team, you go, you don't have a job anymore. Yeah. You're weird. Take a hike. Get out of here. I also find it interesting that uh, Kim has seemingly forgiven Balenciaga, so I'm assuming she'll still have the partnership with the brand. It's just interesting when it's a brand versus a celeb and a celeb versus a brand. Like we've seen all of the brands part way with Kanye West from Adidas to Balenciaga to Gap. But when it's a celeb forgiving the the brand, they don't part ways. I'm wondering if she's just being polite and saving face right now, but behind closed doors, she's like, yeah, I'm done. Never working with them again. I don't think so. I think that you come, if that's your, your goal, you come out with that bold statement. You say, I'm done here. There's a, there's plenty of other brands that I'm sure would love to work with Kim Kardashian I know. that haven't done a campaign around pedophilia. Did you see the video going viral of a mall on Black Friday and all the stores were packed and had lines and Balenciaga was completely empty? No, <laughs> I didn't see open, that. But no one was going in. Yeah. I don't know if I'm rushing to get I was never rushing to get Balenciaga. But if you wear that now, it's kind of creepy, right? Yeah. It's just weird. It's bad. It's messed up. And I can't believe that that happened. And it was so obvious and in your face. Right. Uh, on Saturday, former reality TV show host Donald Trump commented about his dinner with Kanye West on Truth Social. Uh, he said, so I help a seriously troubled man who just happens to be black. Yay. Kanye West, who has been decimated in his business and virtually everything else and who has always been good to me by allowing his request for a meeting at Mar-a-Lago alone so that I can give him very much needed advice. Later, Trump called out various news outlets for reporting on Nick Fuentes being present at the dinner. Trump says he didn't know two of the three other guests. Fuentes is an outspoken white nationalist and Holocaust denier, rolling with Kanye. He shows up with three people, two of which I didn't know. The other, a political person who I haven't seen in years, Trump said. And then he uh, went on to say, I told him, don't run for office. Total waste of time. Can't win. Fake news went crazy. Yeah, what what's going on here? Like, what? <laughs> Trump said that anyone that was going to vote for Kanye West should vote Trump. Of course he said that. He doesn't want to split the vote. Of course he's going to tell him not to run for office. A lot of wild stuff going on here. I just never would have thought Donald Trump would be like, yeah, that guy, he's crazy. <laughs> What the heck? He did say he appreciated all the nice things he said about him on Tucker Carlson. I never thought I would see Kanye rolling around with the likes of Nick Fuentes, but strange times we live in. Uh, Ty Dolla Sign posted a photo of himself in the hospital hooked up to monitors after an accident. I saw this and I go, what's what's going on here? Is everything all right? Scaring people. After being released, he gave us a little more information on his Instagram stories. He said, uh, they just let me out, had a skating accident and was knocked out for a few, but I'm, I'm back. Praise God. Thanks to everyone that prayed for me and showed love. I love you more. So it was just a skating accident. Why did he post this picture? I don't know. I've posted a hospital photo before. Not for the, uh, not the like, what would you say the captions were? The classic 
hospital wristband. Not how I expected my night to go. Yeah, that that photo, the classic. One time, okay, so. Looking for attention photo. One of my best friends, who shall remain unnamed, did that one time. Like, I brought her to the hospital and we're just, I'm on my phone. I'm sitting in the chair, like, next to the hospital bed. She's on her phone. We're just kind of chilling, waiting, waiting for the doctor. Mm-hmm. And I go on Snapchat and what do I see? She posted her bracelet to her story with that caption. And I was like, in this moment, while my best friend is lying in a hospital bed because something's wrong, do I call her a loser? And it was one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make. And Did I, you? I just flipped my phone and I was like, really? Which is like, we, you know, we got to wait for the doctor. The There's a lot of time here I'm to like, kill. What man did you want to see this? Why did you post this? Oh, God. And she never did something like that again. And now when I bring it up, she's like, I know. Don't talk about it. Listen, sometimes when you're in that situation, you're delirious and you post something. sometimes you need to be called out by your friends and be held accountable for being a loser. Like I said, I did it, but I was high off the anesthesia. And it was because I thought the nurse looked like Claire from Modern Family. And I was like, hey, can I get a picture with you, Claire? Claire. Claire Dumphy. And she was like, sure. So, but I'm not, I'm just in the hospital setting and I'm like arm around cheesing this random lady. Okay, but that is so much different. There's humor involved than just being like, oh, I'm in a hospital. No one knows what's going to happen to me. Am I dying? It's the classic. Wait and see. It's the classic. Like, and then on fa- when you see it on Facebook, everyone's like, what happened? What happened? What happened? And it's like, please respect my privacy at this time. It's like, you posted it. Yeah, you can't leave us with a cliffhanger if you're going to post a picture. One last thing for Dirty on the 30. Pete Davidson, Emily Ratajkowski, uh, they're taking their relationship to the next level. They've gone public. They are. Uh, courtside, they sat together at the New York Knicks game on Sunday. Emily and Pete were all smiles and not running from the cameras this time. Uh, the Knicks on Twitter even posted a photo of them and tagged Emily. Uh, they were sitting next to Ben Stiller and Jordan Sparks. How come nobody's talking about that relationship? They are not dating, are no, they? No, they're not dating. I don't think so. <laughs> Apparently, they left after the first half. That's wild to me. It seems like it was a an appearance for photographs. If I had courtside seats... And they left? And you and they left? Or maybe she whispered something in his ear, and he was like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can have these seats again. <laughs> All right, you bring, you bring up a valid, a valid point. I mean, what would you do? Would you stay? Um, I don't think you would. If Emily Ratajkowski was like, hey, let's get out of here. You're like, no, come on. These are courtside seats. You're leaving. Nah, I gotta, I gotta assert my... You can check the game on your ESPN app. Yeah, but I guess if I'm Pete Davidson and I live that lifestyle, but courtside seats are pretty cool. <laughs> oh my God. They're pretty cool. Uh, Dirty on 30 Man, Honey Bean by Darigo, Federal Credit Union. Hit the sweet spot between local knowledge and big time service in a financial partner there in 10 main counties, DarigoFCU.com. She's not my type. She's not my type. Really? She's everyone's type. <laughs> Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. A 19-year-old Ethan Gardner was pronounced dead at the scene after his car hit a tree in Naples. Police say he was involved in a hit and run shortly before the crash. The crash is still under investigation. Gardner's license was under suspension. What? So... So there was a fender bender. He rear-ended somebody, fled from that crash drove into a tree. Oh my God. Police responded, unfortunately, dead at the scene. 19 years young. Tragic. Augusta police say they've launched an internal investigation after a squad car was stolen Saturday. The cruiser was unlocked and running outside of the police station when the officer went inside to file a report in the lobby. 
Police used the car as a GPS to track it to Shaw's Plaza about a mile away. 27-year-old Kyle King, just looking to go get some groceries, needed a ride, was arrested. Kyle King is not afraid of anything. I could never imagine stealing a car and being an opportunist like that. Like, hey, it's on and running with the keys in it. Might as well take it. A cop car? Yeah, pretty wild. What? Uh, Also, the police always tell civilians, make sure you lock your doors. Don't leave your car running. You don't want to get it stolen. You know. Remember, we heard that story recently uh, in Portland where I want to say it was uh, a guy who had his baby brother in the car and ran in to get takeout. And somebody jumped in the car, stole it with the baby brother in the car, realized the baby was in the car and ditched the car. Luckily, the car and the baby were found safe. But then they issued that warning. Hey, don't leave your keys in the car. Don't leave it running. Lock your doors, even if you're going inside just for a minute. This police officer must be so embarrassed. They said that they're doing an internal investigation so that this never happens again. Yeah. Just make sure. What's the investigation? Just hit that lock button. That lock button, you'd be good. Uh, Sweet Dirt Dispensary in Portland was burglarized early Friday morning. Uh, Police say display cases were broken and emptied. But get this, nothing that was stolen contained actual marijuana. No THC. So weird. In the display cases, they have fake gummies that are just there by display. Those aren't the ones that you're actually buying. It's like when you go to Starbucks and they have a fake muffin or it's like it's been sprayed with something to be there for centuries. It's not real. It's not real. Do you think that they saw this article? Uh, this was in the Press Herald and we're like, oh man, we didn't get the good stuff. Or do you think that they actually tried it and then realized, oh wait, it's not hitting. They definitely ate it. There was one in the crew who was like, man, I'm so stoned right now. And they're like, yeah, pretending. No, you're not. It's placebo effect right there. Kind of ridiculous. Sad that they got burglarized, but just ridiculous in the end that it turned out to be fake gummies that they stole. No. Uh, The holiday pie apparently has been spotted at McDonald's back for the 2022 holiday season. Save your money. The fan favorite features a creamy and smooth vanilla custard filling inside a flaky turnover style buttery crust glazed with sugar and topped with rainbow sprinkles. Tara had one last year and thought she had COVID. I don't understand how this is a fan favorite and why people go nuts for this because when I gave into the hype and purchased one of these last holiday season, I seriously thought that I had COVID because it tasted like nothing. (laughs) It was so plain, I couldn't taste any flavor that I took a COVID test because I thought I lost my sense of taste. I was going to say you went as far as to take an actual test because of it. It was the weirdest thing. And then I looked on Twitter and everyone was like, oh my God, yes, holiday pies are back. So good. I bought 10 of them. I'm like, for what? It tastes like nothing. I've never had a holiday pie, but I feel like I need to be the tiebreaker between Twitter and you. I got to try one. Well, it's like, should I try one again now? Maybe I did have COVID and it was just a false negative. Why wouldn't you eat other things to see if you could taste other things? I did. And you could taste them? I did. I think I had like a cheeseburger and fries and that was my dessert. And I don't know. Maybe Maybe I tampered with my taste buds by eating something before. Maybe I need to just purchase a pie and have nothing else in my system. Uh, Today's Cyber Monday. Target has free shipping and an additional 5% off most items for red card holders. Apple will give an Apple gift card with purchase of an eligible product. You got Best Buy that's got deals on TVs and MacBook Air promotions. Uh, Amazon has deals on budget laptops and smart home speakers. A lot of deals out there. Cyber Monday. Um, You did all of your cyber shopping on Black Friday though. I'm literally done shopping. Well, it was over the course of the weekend, but I'm completely done. Everyone has a gift or two. I'm just waiting on a few packages to arrive. But other than that, everything is wrapped and under the tree and ready to go. And now I'm kind of taking Cyber Monday as an opportunity to buy something for myself, some clothes. Get it. I was going to say, what do you got your eyes on? I'm looking at some sweaters. From where? Abercrombie. 
All right. Well, happy Cyber Monday. I feel like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, they don't hit like they used to because everything's just online now, starting on Friday all through the weekend. And I would just like to say, because sometimes people like to try to call me out and say I only shop at big box office stores, I unknowingly participated in Small Business Saturday. Wow, look so at you. that. What did you do for Small Business well, Saturday? I give it away, but uh, I, but it was I a bought gift for somebody. a gift for someone who might be listening and from a local business in Portland. Um, and I'm so lazy that I paid for shipping because I don't want to deal with parking. <laughs> but I supported local. Wow. And it was on Small Business Saturday. So look at me go. So you didn't actually go there to buy it. You did it <laughs> online still, even though it's still. local. Even though you still. shop local small business, you still did it online. I just didn't. It was like in the heart of the old port and I'm just not trying to deal with that on my day off. I'm sure everybody out there that was driving on the roads appreciates it. Yeah. I feel like Black Friday uh, used to be such a, a bigger event, like the lines. You said that the main mall just had regular hours. Uh, maybe they weren't regular hours, but my mom said the mall opened at nine and then closed at, I forget. You know what? I forget. So don't quote me on this, but my mom said the mall opened at 9 a.m. I don't remember when it closed, but I was like, 9 a.m.? I remember late. I remember Best Buy used to open at midnight on Thanksgiving. I was like, not even 6 a.m.? Nope, 9 a.m. Yeah, I didn't see any crazy footage. I didn't see any like lines. early. That's early because the mall technically doesn't open till what, 10? I don't know, but it used to at least be like 6 a.m. It was midnight. It was It was midnight, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Times are changing. Everything's online now. It's the death of the mall. That is five things you need to know made hot in Maine by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Over 25,000 victories for injured Mainers. Call Joe today and get a free case evaluation. 207 Call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Wake up. Miriam Webster's word of the year, Tara. Gaslighting. Yep. Uh, gaslight. Yeah. Gaslight me. To manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. Gaslighting. Searches for the word increased uh, 1,740% between 2021 and 2022. NBC News says gaslighting was searched so much since it's, quote, used by abusers in relationships and by politicians and other newsmakers. Gaslighting is your word of the year. The first time I ever heard this word was a few years ago, and I thought that it was a term like ghosting or breadcrumbing, like gaslighting was just another thing in the dating world. And it wasn't until this past year that I was like, oh, that's what it is. Do you want to know the origin of where it comes from? A movie, right? Uh, a movie which was originally a play. So in 1938, there was a play called Gaslight. So that's like more than 80 years ago the, the term came out. Um, it's about a couple, whirlwind romance, and they get married. And then uh, the guy in the relationship is a champion gaslighter, if you will. Uh, among other instances, he insists her complaints over the uh, constant dimming of their London townhouse's gaslight is a figment of her troubled mind. But it, <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> so it literally was a gas light at one point in time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, oh, the, our, our gas light is dimming. And he and he said, nah, you're crazy. Oh, my God. And thus the term was born. Gaslighting. Well, would you look at that little piece of history? There you go. Uh, what do we want to do today as we lead up to uh, 900 bucks in the prize pot for Secret Santa? In your opinion, what would be the word of the year if you could pick? All right. Give me a second. I have a few that are popping into my mind, but do you got one? I have one, but I don't 
really feel 100% about it, but I'll say it anyways. Okay. If I could pick a word for the year 2022, it would be forgiveness and not that kind of forgiveness, just the student debt forgiveness and all the drama that's been surrounding that. Oh, okay. And going to court and banning it and all the tweets and everyone up in arms and all over social media. So forgiveness, but not in the sense of like, you know what? I forgive you. No, I'm talking about debt forgiveness, but I can only pick one word. So So you're just going, you're going with forgiveness. Yeah. I got it. All right. All right. What would be your word of 2022? Shoot us a text. Give us a call. 207-807-1104. I'm going to use the word trolling. I feel like there's been a lot of troll. I know that trolling has existed just like gaslighting existed for a while, but I feel like there was a lot of trolling online this year and having to explain it to people like, nah, that person's just trolling. They're not serious. You know, trolling reminds me of 2012. Like, I feel like troll and meme started to become a thing. Right. And now it's just a part of everyday vocabulary. Right, right. Uh, Ten years later, it's really earned its spot. Yeah, and well, I'm old, so it's catching up. So, <laughs> in another ten years, my word of the year will be gaslight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey from Lewiston, what would be your word of 2022? Thankful. Thankful. All right, that's a good one. And why are we going with thankful? Because the situation that my husband and my family have been in, every situation of the year could have been much worse. So I'm just thankful for the fact that it was not as bad as it could have been. Amen. Sounds good to me. I like the word thankful because I'm thankful that this year I had more of a normal, busy summer. Past few summers, uh, we haven't had as many gigs or side jobs and things kind of returned a little bit more to normal this summer. I made some extra money. So I'm thankful thankful for that. So I'm going to steal your word too. I like it. Thankful. Yes, for sure. Hi, Radio Maine. Hello. Hey, word of the year is bra, according to my teenagers. B-R-A-H or B-R-U-H? U-H. Bruh. How often? Bruh. How many times do you, you think you hear that in a day from, from the teens? Hundreds, at least. Absolutely <laughs> hundreds of times. And it's transitioned into us being called bruh as well instead of mom and dad. I have a uh, teenage nephew and I remember when he started calling me that, I'm like, no, we're going to have to stop that right there. Wait, I didn't know that people called other people bruh. Like, I thought it was like, bruh, are you kidding me? I thought it was like in a, in a. Yeah, but you're referring, you're saying, bruh, are you kidding me? Yeah, but, but you're I... directing it towards somebody. No, I don't know. I've never said it like that. I guess I'm using it incorrectly. Like, well, maybe I, I'm thinking of it incorrectly. If I, if I spilt my coffee all over my laptop right now, I'd be like, bruh, serious? But I'm yeah, not talking to anyone. have no names nowadays. It's just bruh. Everything's wow. bruh. You could use it for anything you want. Wow. Yeah. It's better than the words that were around when I was in high school, though, so... <laughs> We'll take it. Yeah, yeah. It's a step up. Uh, I don't think the bra is going to get canceled. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jeremy from Auburn, what's your pick for word of the year? It's inflation for sure. Oh, such a good one. Yeah, I think you win the uh, category for today. Inflation is definitely uh, right up there. I I would pick inflation over gaslighting, which was the Merriam-Webster word of the year. I would too. I've heard inflation so much. That's funny. That's funny. Gas prices, eggs, chicken, building supplies, lumber, Inflation, everything. I'm not sure if I had ever even heard of inflation being used in the way it is now before this past year or two. I always thought inflation, air mattress. Stop it. I never (laughs) thought of it like that. That's silly. That's silly. (laughs) What do you mean it's silly? 
really when you're when you're by yourself and you're an adult and you grow up and then you start to manage your own money and you pay your taxes you learn things that you never had to know before like inflation all right and i learned it all right yeah well you definitely you learned it the hard way this year hard way that's fair that's fair that's a great pick. I like it. To help with the inflation, be calling number 10 right now and you can play Secret Santa, win 900 bucks. 207-807-1104. Vinny from Sebago. How are you doing this morning, Vinny? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing all right. What would be your word of the year for 2022? Busy, because my son's always getting into something. <laughs> how old's your son? Uh, he's one and a half years old. All right, so you were busy. All right. Do you know how Secret Santa works? Yes, I do. Perfect. Well, you're our caller number 10. So you're our first contestant for week number five. We got 900 bucks in the prize pot this morning. Awesome. I'm going to read you one clue. You'll have five seconds to guess the Secret Santa's identity. If you guess correctly, that $900 is going to be yours. If you guess incorrectly or after the buzzer, uh, the money's going to roll over. And then we're going to have 1000 bucks this afternoon at 5 p.m. You ready to give it a shot? You ready to win some money? Yeah, hopefully. All right. How do you feel like uh, you've been doing playing along at home? Questionable, but okay. <laughs> Questionable. Hey, it only takes one question. If it lines up for you, you get this right. You're going to be $900 richer. Be a good Christmas for you and the uh, one and a half year old. Oh, yeah. Is that him in the background? Yep. <laughs> All right, he's rooting for you. Uh, you ready for your clue? Yeah. The Secret Santa is an artist who teamed up with Justin Bieber on the song Stay. <laughs> <laughs> Got nothing. Did you want to take a guess at it? Now you get a little time to compose yourself? Takashi. Takashi. No, uh, I mean, it's a guess, but no. The correct answer that we were looking for was the Kid Leroy. Uh, Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber, they had the hit song, Stay. Bad news is you don't win the 900 bucks. Good news is you can play again this afternoon. You could win even more money. So make sure you listen to Be All at 5 p.m. He's got $1,000 now in the prize pot, all right? All right, perfect. I don't know if Bieber and Takashi have ever collabed. I could see it happening, though. Secret Santa's made how to mean by Partners Bank. It's no secret they're a great place to do your banking and start your career. The bank that listens is one of the top 100 places to work in Maine. Visit the Career Center at partners.bank, member FDIC. Thousand bucks coming up this afternoon with be off 5 p.m. Thousand dollars, 5 p.m. And shout out to everybody that texted in their word of the year. Uh, we got a few others. Somebody said evolved is the word of the year. Oh, evolved. All right. growth. And I like this one. Darby said, my word is family. I had a baby girl in February. My sister had a baby boy in September. I got married in November. Now I have two kids, a new stepdaughter. My family grew this year. Family. Family. Although I still think that inflation might be the winner from what I've heard today. Oh, it's the winner. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. A Florida woman is suing Kraft Heinz for $5 million, claiming the company is misleading the public about the time it takes to prepare its Velveeta mac and cheese cups. The microwavable ones? Amanda Ramirez says the company violated federal law because the mac and cheese box reads that the mac is done in three and a half minutes. She says that from the time you open the box until the mac and cheese is done takes longer than three and a half minutes, but in the lawsuit, she didn't specify how long. Oh my God, that's isn't that obviously the cook time? I don't know. She wants $5 million because, quote, she looks to bold statements of value when quickly selecting groceries and is, quote, like many consumers who seek to stretch their money as far as possible when buying groceries. Lawyer was like, you know what? You might have I'm something in. I'm taking you on. We've got a case. I don't know. I need to find this lawyer, though, and hire them because I have a case that I would like to uh, bring up. What is it? With my HelloFresh, they have prepared time, how long it takes to cook. It's always like five minutes prepared time, 20 minutes cook time. I'm like, oh, 25 minutes. 
every meal that I get from them takes me at least an hour. An hour? Yeah, at least an hour to cook. Well, what's taking so long? I don't know. I don't agree with the prepare time and the cook time on the bottom of the uh, HelloFresh thing. And I didn't realize that this was something I could sue over. Be- you should. Because you know what? Same thing like uh, Amanda Ramirez here. I look to the times because I'm, I'm like, you know what? It's only going to take me 30 minutes to make dinner tonight. No, it never does. It's always an hour. So I'm going to have to uh, DM Amanda you know, I don't- and find out who her lawyer is. I don't want to enable you, but I've only had HelloFresh once in my life because I did the free trial. And I remember the couscous or whatever taking so long. And the thing on the piece of paper said it took 10 minutes and it took like 30. Oh yeah, I'm not alone in this. I think everybody out there that gets HelloFresh, I don't think anyone that gets it actually hits the actual quick time. And sometimes I'll try. I go, all right, I'm focusing here. I'm going to get this done in 30 minutes. Never happens. How do they do it? I don't know. I, I And how are the onions that small? It depends on the meal. Sometimes I'll get big onions. Really? Yeah. The produce fluctuates. It's strange. Sometimes I get small carrots. Sometimes I get big carrots. Weird. Sometimes I get the sausage in the casing. Sometimes I get a, I get it without the casing. I don't know. They're, What's going on over there? You know, I actually had to block HelloFresh because they called me so many times. And I literally had to say, I've never done this before, but I felt like my parents. And I had, I said, please don't call this number again. Wow. It was harassment. I mean, I do, for all it's worth, I do continue to do it because it prevents me from eating out as much as I normally do. <laughs> I mean, the meals are delicious, but my God. 